0: like the fighting stance used by Hugh Jackman's Wolverine and Liev Schreiber's Sabretooth in the horrific film X-Men Origins Wolverine, we are back to back with a new episode of What Are We Even Doing? Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Their weird brother bond we fight together thing in that movie was back yeah. to back, which they just call... Back-to-back
1: back, it is awful. Why? Just awful. Huh? Why is that awful? I mean, the movie is awful, but I think that's kind of neat. I, I think it's it like just... if you have a spot with one of your best friends that you can call by just saying, flippity-doo, and you know exactly what to do.
0: I mean, yeah, but I think that the standards of a multi-million dollar franchise movie and a, a spot in a wrestling match are a little different.
1: Fair, but that movie I don't has, know. That movie has one... I'm going
0: to call it a good line, and it may not even be that good, but that movie is trash. Uh, but the one good line is uh, Sabretooth saying, you don't know how to kill me, and Wolverine says, I'm going to cut your goddamn head off. See if that
1: works. Yeah, that's a real good line. That is
0: pretty fucking good, and uh, that movie didn't deserve that dialogue. Uh,
1: <laughs> you know what's a shame? Mm. I was a child when that came out, so I remember very much liking it. But Really?
0: Yeah, if that okay. This is going to be one of the kindest things I think I could say. If you remember liking it, don't rewatch it.
1: Okay, <laughs> it's. You know what I'll just. I leave I it revisited at that. like it, like in my memories, being like, okay, well, why would they make Deadpool the way that they did? Oh my god, <laughs> it's an egregious e- sin. E- yeah, <laughs> egregious. That's a, that's a good way to put it.
0: There's a point in that movie where Wolverine's claws look more fake than like the, the yeah. cartoons in uh who framed
1: Roger Rabbit. It's because they freaking they went CG with them. Because I watch a lot of videos on right, like VFX artists them, yeah, react. A lot of to... them were actual physical claws yeah. that he
0: was wearing like on a Why not glove? do that? <laughs> I I don't know and why if you're also you have the technology to do good CG. And you you can't tell me they didn't have money yeah. behind that movie it's a, it's a massive franchise yeah why does it look like I drew it <laughs> and I can barely write my own name legibly most if of the time you, you guys listen to the show most of the time I can't even read my own fucking notes
1: <laughs> if you look closely you can see the tracking is slightly off so they're they're moving oh not, wow not entirely in sync with his hand That's... and it's like that is so much more work for a shittier product. Than if you just had the physical claws. Right.
0: And even if they didn't look great, we would... As an audience, you can still tell that's a tangible thing. Yeah. Like...
1: There's a reason why John Carpenter's The Thing is so much... Gets so much more of a visceral oh, reaction yeah, I mean, than yeah, any I mean, CG nowadays. That, it
0: still holds up. It yeah. still holds up. I still think that the... I actually still think that the CG in the first Jurassic Park holds up in a, in a big way. Hmm. Like... It's also shocking how little CG there actually is in that movie, because that was, like, the one that was, like, changed the industry. And was like, oh, wow, this is the way to, like, do things or whatever. Because, like, yeah. originally they were going to build all the dinosaurs' life-size. Oh, my God! And, like, they did, they built a life-size, a life-size T-Rex. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, the shot of, like, the Brachiosaurus at the beginning, the original concept, they were going to fucking build that thing.
1: That sounds more time-consuming and... A thousand years more expensive than it needed to be. It
0: absolutely would have been. <laughs> and it, it wouldn't have It wouldn't have worked.
1: There's no way, yeah. They, That's too big.
0: That was 1994. <laughs> we, we don't have that technology now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, shit like that is fascinating to me. But yes, The Thing holds up big time. Jurassic Park holds up big time. Um, Aliens, one of the greatest uh, horror, sci-fi, action movies, whatever you want to call it, of all time. Practical mm-hmm. effects, holds up. Great. Never seen Aliens, have you? No. Have you seen any of the Alien franchise? No.
1: No. I do have... I watched this video that had, like, there was talking about sequel titles and Not how they're sure. often really dumb. Dude, Alien and Aliens <laughs> is one of the most befuddling ones. It's, it's very frustrating. And then he says, uh-oh, they make a third one. What are they going to call it? They can't call it Alienses. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's frustrating as shit. I, I think that
0: maybe at the time, because, like, the first the first one actually is good, And I'm going to say the effects in it hold up if you look at it through the lens of, like, that that movie is, like, early 80s. Okay. So, you know, whatever. Uh, But I think it was never intended to be a franchise. And in the first one, it's just an alien on a ship, hence the name. So then I guess their train of thought was, oh, well, the second one has multiple of them. So, you know, sure... I I don't know that they were they ever intended there to be more uh, well, more more movies, I should say.
1: They fucked up, Tom.
0: They did, quite frankly, because the first two are good and then after that it's uh that's it for that franchise. Hmm. All the other ones suck. <laughs> They're all fucking terrible. Great. <laughs> Predator is great. The first Predator is great. Another one Good practical effects. Anyways,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't watch movies, Tom. <laughs> yeah, <I do. laughs> um, Despite
0: my uh, Tremors, no, we've seen
1: Tremors. Yeah, in all practical effects. Yeah,
0: there's not, there's not a frame of CGI in that movie. It's great. It's fantastic.
1: Um, watch Tremors, guys. Yeah, please. You watch owe the first it to yourself.
0: One. Watch the first one. You can do the second one, and uh, then check
1: out. Um, you owe it to yourself. Um, so. Do you have any uh, updates on your shoot interview uh, thing today? (laughs) No. I do. Okay.
0: Before we get to that, is there a chance that we could actually start the show proper? Have we not? That can's closed and that can's closed.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot we do that before the shoot interview now, too. Let's ring that bell. Sounds good. And the chiming of the phone. Uh, all on brand here, guys. Shoot, all on brand. So shoot, hang I have in. a shoot. Car, I have a car update.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So you touched on this before we started recording. Yeah. Attentive listeners will note that on the lat was it the last
1: episode? I believe so.
0: We talked about some issues with Brayden's car.
1: Yeah. Throughout my, I was driving it to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I used my mom's car for. Um, This past weekend Of Mm -hmm. shows I'm using my mom's vehicle This weekend for shows It's currently At the dealership Like Mm -hmm. getting worked on I think It's either getting worked on Or about to get worked on They Called my mother Told what was wrong Um, It was something Like some belt The timing Thing or whatever That was ever so slightly off I don't know what the fuck it was Oh god to get that part, yeah, <laughs> plus labor, $2,200. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Was it a, a timing chain? Was it could that a be. a word you heard? I don't know. My, 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 I heard it from my mom, and they said something about a timing and then some sort of belt. Jesus. I don't know how that happened. That's bonkers. Mm-hmm. Especially your
0: car's not that old. Yep. And Volkswagen is usually a solid brand.
1: Mm-hmm. I think um, I'm about to turn heel on my car, <laughs> as you put it. <laughs> as you put it. Uh, so we're gonna get that fixed, and it's gonna be really expensive. I'm sorry to hear that. There's no warranty or anything that's covered. I any of this? I don't know. I to- like the person at the dealership told me to uh, like ask me that, mm-hmm. and I was like, actually, <laughs> change the primary phone number. to my mom's phone number, because she would know that. Right. I didn't hear anything from that about my, or from my mom, so I don't know.
0: It's like, most, did you get that car brand new?
1: Uh, no, we had, we had 17,000 on it.
0: Oh, damn. I was going to say, a lot of, like, manufacturers, they'll offer, like, a, especially in this day and age, they'll offer, like, a big-time warranty on, like, engine transmission for, like, like, I remember at one point, Kia had this warranty that was 100,000 miles for the engine or drivetrain, which uh, to me I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Why would you cover that much shit for that long amount of time? But screw it. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them, I guess. Well, that sucks, man. Sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I get to drive my mom's sweet SUV for a little bit.
0: My uh, horseshit Cadillac has been behaving for the past couple of days, so okay. I'm I may slowly turn face to it. Slow build. Possibly now, my driver's <laughs> side window does not work. So why I uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it just stopped. Uh, so I occasionally have to pull it back up because it's not being nothing will hold it up. I have wedged cardboard into it to hold the window up. It's not even a matter of like oh it won't go down. If it wouldn't go down, that would be fine. I would just run the air conditioning.
1: But I have to occasionally be like
0: oh, that window's going down. Got to pull that back up.
1: Tom, I think <laughs> I don't think that's supposed to happen. It's not.
0: Uh, I, I got. A, I already had an estimate on it. I I will get it fixed eventually. I just don't want to pay it right now. Fair. I had a guy offer me two grand for that car outright a couple days ago, and I was so close to just taking it. Why didn't you? I, I because I'm I'm in for more than that on it at this point. I <laughs> you want don't to want to, to make least, it eight. I want I want to at least get some use out of this fucking heap before I go to sell it.
1: Jesus. Yeah. Car troubles, man. Fucking sucks.
0: I think I know what I'm going to get for my next one, though. Oh my a- God.
1: <laughs> you have an addiction. I could
0: quit anytime I want to. I just don't want to. <laughs> well, Wait for me. <laughs> well. Guys, and- we're here today. Yeah. We're here today to talk about. I feel like we were on a, a hot streak of firsts.
1: Yeah, we are. We have been doing some firsts, and and that's great.
0: Uh, We have covered the first three-hour Raw when it was a permanent thing going forward. Mm -hmm. We've covered the first Raw. We've We've covered covered the first Nitro. We have covered... The first NXT TakeOver. The first NXT TakeOver. Today, we are covering the first two-hour Raw, as in a permanent fixture
1: Mm, going forward.
0: Coming to you from February 3rd Of the year of our Lord Nineteen and ninety-seven uh, Before we get into it I want to say This made me want to watch more shit from ninety-seven Okay I think that ninety-seven Now that I'm I'm learning more about it Because I wasn't really into wrestling until Really the tail end of Like I, I was getting back in I think Around the tail end of ninety-seven into ninety-eight And I think ninety-eight was when I I just All about it right
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think 97 might be one of the most insane, important, and um, formative years of what we now know to be world wrestling entertainment. Okay. Because there's a lot of shit that I know just from, like, history, podcasts, whatever, right? Yeah. And it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it seems like it's one of the craziest 12-month stretches that they have possibly had. But, okay. before we get to that, Undercard, or Maybe. I'm sorry, wait,
1: Flyer? Is there wrestling news we should talk about? Well, there's probably wrestling news, but I haven't been keeping up with it. Yeah, me neither, really. <laughs> um... Uh, I heard there's some Dark Side of the Ring... Oh, hold on. You want to try that again? Yeah. I heard there's some Dark Side of the Ring things that are getting people hopped up and mad.
0: They sure are. and
1: uh, I haven't seen them.
0: Uh, I haven't, I, I've only seen... I, I watched the Benoit episodes of that show, which I believe was a two-parter. Correct. And past that, I... No, I take that back. I've seen the two Benoit episodes, and I saw the one on... Her, was it Herb Abrams, I believe the guy's name was, that ran the UWF thing, which was just bonkers to me. Like, that that, yeah. that, was, that was one of the most insane things I've ever seen. Um, I actually haven't gotten that big into that show, and, and I'm not quite clear why, because it seems like something I would just, like, gravitate to immediately. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a uh, uh, part of it, it's like, like, I, like, I've heard this before about, like, uh, music bios or whatever, or it's like, oh, that musician or that band that you really like, get ready to hate them.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I I know what you mean, yeah.
0: And, you know, maybe that's part of it where I'm just kind of like, I don't want to watch this because it's like, if there's something on there I enjoy, then it's like, oh, God, it's terrible. Now I hate myself forever. Uh, I I watched the episode on Owen,
1: so I've seen four episodes of that show. I have seen The Screwjob, Bruiser Brody. Okay. And then the two-part... Benoit one mm-hmm. I believe that's it but Screwjob one I bet is fascinating Every single one Every single one of them I've highly Highly enjoyed right. And it's still something That I've just not Gone back to I don't know why Yeah I, I, I've enjoyed
0: The ones yeah. that I've seen uh, And I want to see The other ones like they, they're, I, they're, they're enlightening And informative mm-hmm. And everything I, I learned a lot About the Owen Hart thing That I just Was not aware of When I watched that episode Yeah that's one That I would want to watch Yeah that, I mean Yeah for sure uh, the screw job seems like something I need to see, quite yeah,
1: frankly. Yeah, it's, it's real good. But, uh... Jim Cornette is on that episode, and dude, just... God, he just... <laughs> the producers know what they're doing.
0: Cornette being the only person on Earth who does not like Big E being WWE champion <laughs> is maybe the most peak and pure Cornette
1: that has ever corneted The only thing that's less surprising in professional wrestling Is Steve Boz being a flat earther Correct That is uh, like, that is my version of one of my favorite Matt Cage tweets of all time <laughs> uh, Supposedly Boz Refuse the job at NXT
0: as a trainer. This is from him, by the way. Okay. So the, the, let me preface this by saying none of this is true. This didn't yeah, yeah. happen. Yeah. But he claims <laughs> he claims to have been offered a job as a trainer at NXT, making a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, but said no because he didn't want to move and leave behind his family. Which it's like, let's you you, you could pick that apart for you know a couple seconds and be like, you're completely full of shit. But uh, my favorite thing about that was, uh, dude it was like. Oh, no, he didn't take it because if he moved to that'd put him dangerously close to the edge of the flat earth that he believes in. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: that's good, that's good.
0: But, yeah, man, that Dark Side of the Ring shit,
1: um... I haven't seen the episode, so I can't speak I, on it. I
0: guess I can't either, like, if nothing else, then I guess the conversation is, is are the reactions to it fair and whatnot, and, uh... Uh, like Flair getting pulled from a lot of things, I get it. You know what I mean. I, I yeah. completely understand it. Uh, Dreamer getting a lot of shit for his comments on it. Quite frankly, I get it. I think that to me, if this is a hot take, then so be it. But just just hear me out. It. I'm not saying that these people are are innocent or anything like that. That that's not my point here. Mm-hmm. But when you have the online communities, I don't want to use the phrase cancel culture, because having a good conversation with friend of the show, Pocket Volcano, recently, and she reminded me that like there really is no such thing as cancel culture. Like, you know, these people getting canceled, well, there's a lot of people that should be, and they're not. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's, that's you know, fair enough. So, if I use cancel culture as a term, it's because I don't know another term for what I'm trying to describe. Okay. Okay but the online community and such that will champion things like forgiveness and acceptance and let's prop each other up and let's make progress and move forward mm-hmm. are very quickly to harshly and 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 mercilessly mer- yeah mercilessly condemn people for yeah. things now having does that make what they said or did right or, or absolutely not yeah absolutely not but it's it's even like and I'm not saying these things are comparable, but I am saying that, like, I just wish that people would be more consistent with their quote-unquote moral code. You yeah. can't sit here and say things like, you know, September is uh, Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. Now, Granted, suicide is, is awful. Nobody should feel that way. Nobody should do that. Or anything. Yeah. But the same people who will champion that are the same people who are saying things like, fuck you, Tommy Dreamer, I hope you never get another paycheck. Well, if a lot of people say shit like that, and then Tommy Dreamer were to... Then commit suicide because of it. Don't you think that now you're part of the problem that you're yeah. trying to champion against? Like, and I know that, that that will absolutely be misconstrued by somebody as me saying something that I'm not saying. But Internet. I think that, yeah, absolutely. Come at me. But you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just a thing where even without trying, I, I, and again, I'm not going to defend these two. I have no reason to, and I can't, even if I wanted to. I'm not a lawyer, and even if I was, I wouldn't take the case, right? I just think that sometimes people's reaction to it doesn't fall in line with some of the other things that they say on a positive note.
1: Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying.
0: Yeah, like... It's to me like somebody who... This is a very simplified, cartoonish, childish version of it. If you champion a safe and injury-free lifestyle and you own a dirt bike. You yeah. know, th- those things to me conf- conflict. Mm-hmm. And that... Okay, fine. Explain this. You know what I mean? Like, defend this versus that. It, it's... I don't know, man. It's just the reaction to some of these things I think is gets so...
1: Out of proportion? Or...
0: Maybe just harsh. or Not yeah. harsh, because that's... It's it's hard to describe because it always sounds it always sounds like you're trying to backhandedly prop up the person that's yeah, in the wrong. Yeah, I know. And that's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think that there's like a due process and a right way right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And I think that like a lot of people are quick to just scream awful fucking things mm-hmm. and then the next day they'll say something that's sweet and uplifting, and then you f- you're like, Well who who the fuck are you? You yeah. know, as, as a as a person. Like you can't like I, I don't know. It, it's a mess. It's a mess it's, either it's, way. It's, it's a difficult. And it's situation. awful. It's shit. Yeah. Like the shit that happened on that plane ride. It's terrible. You know, it, it's not in any way, shape, or form defensible. Dreamer's comments on it. Fuck, man. What? What? What are you thinking? Yeah. But.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Can we get into light-hearted things? We can try. What wrestling have you seen, brother?
0: I just finished, and I know this seems like a recurring theme, but today I got off work in time. I watched the entirety of tonight's AEW Dynamite episode from uh, Ash Something Stadium in New York. <laughs> I can't think. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, this is an incredible show. It was so good. The, they opened with Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. Oh God. How do you open with that? My my prediction, by the way, that I made on this recorded medium, I'm counting myself as right. It did do the time limit draw. Okay. 30 minutes. Okay. And they announced it as a 30 minute time limit, and it did do the time
1: limit draw. You're a genius.
0: I'm taking that as a W, guys. No,
1: I'm giving it to you. I'm Thank giving you. it to you.
0: Uh, the match was incredible. Absolutely incredible. crowd, if you can imagine, was just molten for the whole thing. Great stuff. Brian looks great. Both of them had new gear. All kinds of, you know, the nerd factor's high here, folks. Uh, One of the things that I really loved about tonight's episode, it was a great episode of television, by the way. It loaded card. Great shit. And like I said, that was the opener and they did the full 30 minutes. Mm. And one of the things I want to put them over for, one of the big knocks on AEW for a while was their women's division. It, It wasn't heavily featured. It wasn't, presented properly Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and that was completely accurate the main event of the show tonight was Britt Baker and Ruby Soho there you go and it was awesome it was really fucking good and it's a thing where sometimes at this point I feel like if you watch WWE and they do put the women on in the main event for like Raw or Smackdown not all the time but some of the time it just feels shoehorned in and it just feels like forced in Okay, and for some reason, AEW is good enough, and they build people well enough that it's like, oh, we're gonna put two of the best wrestlers on Earth on in the opener and let them go bell to bell for half an hour, and Britt and Ruby get the main event spot, and
1: it feels natural. Well, you see, they build people at all. <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's true. Yeah. So that's that's the big thing. So
0: uh, I watched that. I watched. Uh, I watched some New Japan a couple days ago on mm-hmm. the old Roku channel. My memory of it is already gone, <laughs> um, but I know that I enjoyed it. So there's that. Fair um, enough. Yeah, yeah. Dynamite Sweet. tonight was great. Um, looking forward to watching some of Rampage at some point this weekend, and. Uh, That's it. I drifted into uh,
1: Juwan Just, yeah. from The Grudge there for I, a second. I don't know what that was.
0: You haven't seen The Grudge, have you?
1: Oh, I've heard of it. I saw the, the cover of it one time, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm never fucking watching that shit.
0: Uh, It's fine. Okay. The Ring, the first one that they... the or, I'm sorry, when I say the first one, the remake of The Ring in the States. Mm. That was originally a, a foreign film. The ring is awesome. The ring is genuinely fucking scary.
1: Okay. The grudge is okay. Fair enough. Anyways. So once again on a wrestling podcast, we drift to movies. (laughs) It happens. Um, Have you seen any wrestling? I have watched approximately zero seconds of wrestling besides what we are covering. Which, by the way, I do want to bring up here. Our fuckboard is stacked. Sticky, sticky, stacked. Stacked right now. Stacked board. Um. Wow. Do we want to go? Do we want to run through the list of things that we got on the fuckboard here? Absolutely, folks. Tonight
0: we're bringing you the first ever two-hour raw. Yeah. But in the future, as in next. Well, you you know the lineup.
1: You go ahead. Uh. So yeah, next week is going to be. We're keeping on with the theme of firsts. Oh yeah, we are. Yeah, and one Cause... of them by default. But yes. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um. <laughs> I just yeah Thank I just you. realized what you're saying there. Anyway, so the next thing we got is, uh, one night stand, 2005. The first one night stand. Ooh. how That's it, right. Wait. If there's multiple one night stands, how can it only be one night? <laughs> oh. When was the last one? 2008. So, five. There are, there are four. There's a, it should be called Fortnite Stand, part well, one. I
0: we'll, we'll, we'll get into it on that episode. They they at no point thought that shit was going to succeed. You're right. Fortnite Stand, part one. And as with most things involving other promotions being absorbed in a WWE machine, it was bastardized and became a shell of itself by the end of its run. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm looking at you, Great American Bash. Uh, <laughs> also, um, this is more of a future thing because we're continuing with other things, but... We do have Wrestlemania 30 on the fuckboard at that some is point. Correct. I do want to yep. put that out there because that is one thing I do want to watch. Absolutely. Um, Probably some other shows that we'll get to. We're probably going to add to more firsts on the fuckboard, but yeah, right now the main fun. thing that we're like looking forward to here, Yeah, we're recording it this weekend. And if you never hear it, just stop listening. Because <laughs> we don't know how it's going to go. If you, if you never hear it, just fast forward for the next couple of minutes and, and skip this part. But If you follow us on the WowEd podcast Twitter, you would know that the fuckboard is currently home to December to Dismember. Not only is it home to December to Dismember, December to Dismember is going to be our first ever live watch-along episode it's going to be a hundred yep. hours long. and It's going to have me, myself, Berna, uh-huh. and Connor Hopkins. Also featuring Meg. Oh, yeah. She has to get in on it. Good, yes. I love uh, that. This is news to me. I love how I get news about my podcast on air. Now, I'm going to give <laughs> you some more news about your podcast on air. So,
0: timeline-wise, we're going to be recording this late morning, early afternoon on the weekend. Because we're going to do... One and then you know whatever blah blah. Here's some more news for your podcast on air. I'm buying booze for us. Oh God! <laughs> I'm getting us some PBR hard coffees. Okay. And whatever the fuck else goes well for like an early day. And we're we are all getting into some cans while we watch what may very well be the worst pay per view that has ever paid for a view. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> paid for a view. Oh my god, that's I'm, great.
0: I, when that shit came up and I was told about it, I was so angry. Because I... It had to have been at least two plus years ago because I remember where I was living. I was not in this house. I was like, December 2, December cannot be as bad as I remember it being. So, guys, I sat down one night and I watched it.
1: Mm.
0: And... It is, if you've seen that show, it's worse than you remember. <laughs> and I watched it that night and was like, this is worse than I remember. And since that time, I have blocked all but one memory of that show from my mind. I can't wait. So when I go back to it again this weekend, getting into some hard coffees, getting into some geladas, I may buy vodka and make screwdrivers for oh, everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay. I I I'm looking to get like Shivani drunk. Oh no! During this, like,
1: it's not. So fun fact, hmm. I've never seen even a second of December to December.
0: I want you to do this <laughs> real quick. This is this is more teaser fodder for you guys coming up. Think of the worst pay per view that you have seen. This one is worse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. I was gonna this say. Might make, make, have this might make. This might make.
0: This might make Great American Bash 04 look like SummerSlam 2002. <laughs> it's, un- it's Kenzo Suzuki. It's indescribable how fucking
1: trash it is. All like- right, well, I'm excited. Um, so that's what we got on our fuckboard. It is stacked, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. We are bringing the thunder. You know what I'm gonna. You know what I hate though. What's that? Once I finish recording this. Once we finish recording this, I'm going to have to go home and fucking upload it. (laughs) Yes. Because this episode has to come out tomorrow. Right. Opening
0: the beads, parting the beads. Parting the beads, because we're here to deliver to you people. Um, (laughs) I can't wait for us to also get to the visual medium so that I can buy a Bane mask and just keep pulling it on and off of my
1: face. You know, when we go to the visual medium, you know, we're also going to have to buy Mm. a bead door. Oh my god. (laughs) But we do it like the APA did their door.
0: Uh, I don't remember. Like, no, like the APA would have like the door set up, but it was just a frame. <laughs>
1: like, there's no wall around it, just the frame with the door yeah, in it. And then, yeah. they're like,
0: knock on the door or whatever before you
1: come in. The way I picture it, we have the camera over here. Okay. Right. right. I'll build a fucking frame out of wood from Menards. Just get, get a couple of yeah. Get a little bit of beads, right? Sure, Hang yeah. it there. Every time we need to part the beads, I bring it into frame and then uh-huh. part them. Right. So it's a, now a visual. Right, right. Yeah. I love this. It's like
0: the opening to a children's cartoon show or something <laughs> yeah. where it's just like, and now we part the beads to this world. <laughs> of the guest room <laughs> eureka's castle oh my three God. people will get eureka's castle reference um, i am not one of them yet you, no you're not there's no possible way that that
1: was a that was a, a puppet show when i was a ch- very young child i hurt this bone in my hand right here That's very a, badly uh, tibia fibula those are leg bones <laughs> i was way off <laughs> this it's the, the the metatarsals yeah tarsal carpal Tricel. carpal. These are carpal's tunnel. Tarsals are feet. I keep going to the legs. He <laughs> <laughs> keeps going back to that leg. My God. Phalanges. Anyways. My favorite. One of my favorite words. I love it. Am Sounds I right so far there? Far. Yeah. Okay. Fingers. Um, but I hurt this. Okay, so little. Just a side tangent. I didn't expect to go on this, but I I hurt my hand again, slapping my knee. Mm. Every time I aggravated it. Good joke. Reminds huh? me of it. Yeah. Anyway, so, um... <laughs> receiving, the people in Menards re- responsible for... Oh. What? You look like you're about to get up.
0: No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just moving. Okay. Receiving, people in Menards.
1: Yeah, okay. Receiving, the people in Menards who are responsible for, on um, forklifts, bringing out our freight and so that we can stock it, or whatever. They have this weird obsession with getting the pallets as close to the aisles as possible and the amount of kick plates and the transition strips and and area rugs that are in the back aisle and the carpet that they sit on that have been torn to shreds because they need to get it so fucking close when i'm gonna move it with a pallet jack in 30 seconds anyway just fucking leave it there so i was telling my manager this and I was I was so enraged by watching them push this. I was like, "Why do they feel the need to get the pallets as close?" And I was hitting this area rug. It's not right. even anything hard, right? But I hit it like four times as hard as I could. I was like, "As close to the fucking area rugs as possible." You, you, and it's been agonizing ever since. You, you've got some, you've got some real problems. Like, what, you, what you do you mean?
0: Need, you need to find an outlet for your frustration, man. You can't you can't just pro wrestling.
1: Fuck yeah! All right, don't cross the shooter. <laughs> He'll hit you like he hits that carpet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I'm a very angry man. I'm, I'm I'll I, I'll acknowledge I'll acknowledge that. So so anyways, now what? Now you're getting up.
0: I need I need to.
1: You get... waited till I finish my story just so you could fucking leave.
0: Is it, I I would say that's the polite thing.
1: To Why don't here. you just bring multiple in here? You know what? I'll tell you what. Know. I'll tell you what. What. You vamp. Huh? You vamp. I'll get you the fucking beer. Uh, are you serious? Yeah. I want you to know what it's like.
0: Uh, Okay. Um, will you give give me two then?
1: Sure. Okay. I don't know what it's like to leave this room. Huh. Uh...
0: Hmm. This um, this hasn't happened before. I uh, it's just me. No, Braden. Don't want to cover anything. Kind of vamp. Um. Let me think. What can I? I often think of my father, when he looked at my report card and said to me, "Well, son, the world needs ditch diggers too." He wasn't one to coddle a young boy in the 6th grade. I think of my grandfather who was running an auto parts store and learned that a certain brand of starter fluid was being bought in conjunction with flashlight batteries to make meth and rather than alert the authorities, he packaged these items together and raised the prices on them. I, uh sometimes reminisce about a time in my life where I didn't have concussions and drink every day. My memories were much sharper and clearer I wow this is what it's like to vamp. This is what I've been putting that poor boy through I think I've done this to him on like every episode. How many of these have we done? Have we been doing this for a year? A year of weekly podcasts of us doing bits that build onto other bits until the language of the show becomes almost indecipherable gibberish to anybody who's only now tuning in. You almost have to be a longtime fan to even understand what we're talking about most of the time. Somebody turns this episode on, it's their first thing ever. Fuckboard? Vamp? What is this? Who am I? That's just a shot of me on this podcast looking out of the city sca- skyscraper lights, me take a drag off the cigarette. <sighs> Who am I? What have I done? Oh, thank God you're back. It got real dark after you left. Okay.
1: I, what were you smoking cigarettes for? Uh,
0: for some reason, I'm not <clears throat> even going to lie. I just kind of got to the idea of me on a rooftop looking out at a city uh, <laughs> sky uh, skyline. Yeah. It's, I was... Kept saying skyscrape. That's not a word. Uh, skyline and just the shot of the who am I type of thing that you've seen played out in films. Uh, I am very excited I to listen to that. I would back. like to apologize for every time I have made you vain. <laughs> that was agony. Um, yeah. How many of these have we done? Because we got to be coming up on a okay, year. I think this is... When we hit 52... I to say this is 50 f- or
1: 44. 44? Yeah, this is 44.
0: Dude, when we get to 52, when it marks a year, Mm -hmm. I already have ideas. Okay. I, and you know what? No, we won't discuss it on here. The beads are closed, guys. The beads are closed. You motherfuckers. You get to be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
1: You shut your eyes and walk into that year anniversary show blind. We should do a thing Hmm. where we have, like, one of us turns heel because that worked so well for Raw in twenty what is it, twelve? Twenty eleven? Where you just start cutting promos on the audience. Oh man, yeah.
0: Are you talking about Michael Cole's yeah. great heel run? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Just make it really uh, damn near damn near unlistenable.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think we talked about it, but like I remember at the time, I wasn't watching Raw. I just watched the pay-per-views. Yeah. So all I'd see are the video packages and shit. And I was kind of like, ha, this is great. Not watching the show every week. But for the people that were there, like, this is insufferable. Yeah. Um, uh. Anyways, so should we... Unless you have any objections, should we get to the task at hand? I feel like we shall. So, dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to talk about the first... Regular two-hour episode of Raw, which they kept calling Royal Rumble Raw.
1: Yeah. I didn't quite like that.
0: I didn't either. Uh, this is an interesting time frame. So, to put in perspective things that are going to happen so that maybe some of the things that happen on this show make a little bit more sense, okay. this is not long before WrestleMania 13. WrestleMania 13 yep. would be main evented by Taker vs. Sid for the WWF title. Mm -hmm. Shawn Michaels would lose his smile between this episode and that pay-per-view. I can tell. (laughs) Most likely because, if you believe the internet, he was originally supposed to work with Bret at WrestleMania 13 and would lose in order to, as is that time-honored tradition from fuckers who gave a fuck about such stupid petty things, give him his win back from WrestleMania 12. From... Fuckers (laughs) Fuckers who <laughs> give a shit. Dude, that I will never understand that that level of whatever. Like one of the worst matches of all time was when they brought Warrior to WCW, and he had the match with Hogan, and Hogan beat him, and it was fucking travesty, negative five stars, all that other shit. And all of that was so that Hogan could get his win back from WrestleMania 6. In a different company, yeah. doing a different character, with a guy who was a, a fraction of what he was before, like, yeah. who could goddamned care?
1: I couldn't. Like, for example, um, recently had a show where it was kind of like a... I was told about it from a, by a certain person mm-hmm. who was told... Uh, show up and pretty much, it's a fair show, you bring your match, and that's what you do. Sure. I wrestled Dakota. Sure. Dude running the show was like, who's winning? And I said Dakota is. Sure. I could give a shit less about taking the pin. Right. I just wanted to wrestle my brother, it was fun. Absolutely. Like, you know, like, if, if, like, you've talked about it before, we've talked about it before, if it doesn't make sense, there's a difference there. Correct. It's It's not my mania. And if it doesn't make sense,
0: it doesn't make dollars. All of these yeah. fucking guys were paid for these matches. Yeah, Bret Hart was fucking paid handsomely to work an hour match with Shawn Michaels and to lose. Mm-hmm. But nope, we gotta fucking run it back, and and we didn't get it. We didn't get it. Instead, what we got at Mania 13, we got Taker and Sid, which is not great. Uh, <laughs> I frankly, can imagine. And they're, they're to be fair, they're both trying. Just no chemistry, and it's just it, it's you know too. Big guys kind of walking into each other, <laughs> um, but we get Brett and Austin, which is a which very, is great. It, which which yeah, and regardless it's a very of my important. thoughts on on Brett, is great and it's an important, unbelievable, yeah. pivotal, pivotal moment. But that was never going to be the original plan.
1: Um, so thanks, it kind of thanks, Sean Michaels for being a fucker. You gave us one of the most important. Dude, I, I don't think I've ever talked about it on this show, but I have this theory that
0: all of the good shit. From the Attitude Era that basically really launched WWF to that top spot can all be traced back to Shawn Michaels being a dickhead.
1: <laughs> okay. Have I talked about
0: that on the show? I don't think so. Number one. <laughs>
1: oh, no. <laughs>
0: Shawn loses a smile because he doesn't want to go under the bread at Mania 13. Okay. This sets into motion events that lead to the double turn. Brett and Austin at Mania 13. Brett is now the top heel. Austin is now the babyface. Mm-hmm. Fast forward just a few months in 1997 to November, the Survivor Series. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Sean being a dickhead has prompted, sh- maybe partially involving, Brett not wanting to go under to him in Canada.
1: Okay. This mm. is all a
0: factor for the Montreal screw job. Now! Because of this, because of this, we get Vince McMahon as an on-screen character in the evil corporate overlord that he is, while Austin has already been set up as this ass-kicking, take-no-nonsense, baby-face, everyman. Yeah. Which leads to Austin McMahon, which is the biggest boom period for the company they had seen at that point, and eventually leads to them crushing WCW. So, if Shawn Michaels had been a cool fucking guy, <laughs> they would have gone under. Like <laughs> I just, I love that. If Shawn Michaels had been a cool Actually, fucking guy. Actually, I'll put both of them. If Shawn and Bret had just been cool fucking guys instead of both of them being big baby-headed dick smacks, <laughs> the WWF would have failed.
1: So, in a small part, thank you for not being cool.
0: Yes, thank you for being an asshat, Bret and Shawn. You know what? I think I'm gonna become an asshat now. Maybe you should. And yeah. then Zawa goes to war with I don't know who.
1: Ah, uh, I don't know either. And
0: you becoming an asshat leads to twelve gauge somehow turning
1: and becoming a I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> uh, so. So they uh, they recap the Christian Rose spot from the Rumble ninety seven. Getting, el- getting eliminated, and then getting back in. Oh, yes, yeah, the Christian Rose spot. Yeah, we we'll call, it, I call it in
0: ninety seven. That I, yeah, that, yeah. What was it? I did in twenty twelve. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, they retroactively stole it from me. Well, of course, was it fifteen years? Prior? Yeah, it was. Yes. It was
1: it, you did it first. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, um yeah. So that was cool. They, why, why did they keep calling this Royal
0: Rumble Raw? I don't know. It made me think of WrestleMania backlash from this year.
1: Yeah, and they don't they. It's always Raw after WrestleMania. It's right. never WrestleMania Raw. I don't know. Uh, did you catch the ad towards the end of
0: the show for Thursday Raw Thursday? They've played they played it like thirteen said, times throughout dude, the show. Unbelievable Thursday Raw Thursday. Which maybe would have been the prototype for SmackDown to come like. Two and a half years later? That's what my guess was. Yeah. Uh, I want to, real quick, by the way Peacock sucks so fucking (laughs) bad. That is my first note on this. What happened? (laughs) It took me 20 minutes to get this fucking thing to play for more than 30 seconds at a time. (laughs) Why? It would play the first 30 seconds and then kick me out of Peacock all the way to the home (laughs) screen on my Roku. As if to say, eat shit, Tom, you don't get to watch this thing. Dude, it was so it was so frustrating, I was about to message you and be like, we gotta do something else. Because then I would go back into the Peacock thing, and it's not even under the continue watching, because I hadn't watched enough of it to continue watching. <laughs> it was infuriating. What ha- what happened? I just kept trying it, and eventually, the next day, it worked. <laughs> Amazing. What day was this? I think I started trying to watch this on Sunday. I finished it on m- between Monday and... Yes, between Monday and Tuesday. Ah, okay. Um, but yeah, I-, I know Sunday I tried and got so irritated. I was like, I can't fucking deal with this app anymore. And I, I just went to bed. Went to bed angry. <laughs> you know how hard it is to sleep when you're mad?
1: At an app? I can just I can just imagine. See, I had no problems uh, playing. You fucking wouldn't. <laughs> uh, this is
0: from the Sky Dome in Toronto. Yeah, and this is a weird thing to say, but one of my notes just says only twenty thousand people. Now th- that that's a weird thing, and I'm not. I, I I. It's weird to me because when I think WrestleMania Sky Dome. At this time period my first thought is wrestle or, I'm sorry, not WrestleMania, WWF. My first thought is WrestleMania six. Mm mm-hmm. Hogan Ward and they sell that place out. It's like seventy thousand people or whatever. A young edge is in the crowd, right? Ooh. Ooh Ooh <laughs> So then whenever like twenty thousand people which ten minutes later in the broadcast becomes twenty five thousand people are here I'm like five <laughs> thousand people walk in during like, you know, whatever. Um
1: it was interesting. Another note here that says
0: Peacock sucks.
1: Um, so this this venue, man, I, why is it so dark? <laughs> I, I This looks like house show lighting. I don't
0: know. I noticed that too. And I, I have no idea. I don't know if it's like the way that they have people seated or what, but it seems like to me if you've got 20,000 people in there, you have the lights up to show 20,000 people. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, I it was I, so I, it, it, it. You could have told me
1: this was filmed in an armory, and I would have believed you. Also, I was caught off guard because, like, when I hear ninety seven, this is early ninety seven, of course, but when I when I hear ninety seven raw, I'm like, okay, raw is war, red ropes, right? right. Nope, it's no, it's still red, white, and blue. It's also the weird intro that's very jazz, porn. <laughs>
0: yeah, like
1: yeah, uh, I, it, it's so it's, jazzy.
0: I think this is, like, that, like, starting ground. You know what I mean? Where, like, I was just talking about a minute ago where it's, like, all this crazy shit is about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because later in this year we get uh, Taker Sean in the cell. We get Kane's debut. Mm -hmm. We get the screw job. (laughs) Like, there's an unbelievable amount of madness that happens in the year 1997. And I think that by the time... 97 starts Versus the time that 98 starts Completely
1: different Completely yeah. different company mm-hmm. So We open with Stone Cold vs. Vader Yes we do
0: Which on paper as soon as I saw what was happening I was like oh my god this should be great Spoiler it ain't <laughs> um, Uh huh So god damn it, One of my notes just says this might not work What I don't even know what's in reference to.
1: <laughs> this might not work, guys. This might not work. Oh no. Um. So, just uh, this is.
0: Eh. Uh, I I like Vader. Vader and the WWF just didn't work. Yeah. Um, in this, he's only got like I think another year left in the company before he's out. Mm-hmm. Vader in Japan, incredible. Vader and, for that matter, Vader in early WCW was, was really fantastic. This, no, nah, man, they just had kind of already yeah. shoved him into that, yeah, you're the big tough guy who goes under spot, Yeah, and um, I didn't think him and Austin had any real chemistry in this. It was also weird because it's like, Austin is a heel. Yeah. And... I can not... already tell
1: that the crowd doesn't want him to be a heel.
0: They don't, like, no, they they like it I was in I was several minutes into this match before I realized, oh shit, Vader is the face here. Yeah. It, it's just it I I didn't
1: like it. Yeah. Um Vader bitched out on the butt bump. I don't blame him. <laughs> you didn't even catch that. You catch the ref getting bumped twice? Yeah.
0: Covers from the first one, and I was like, I kind of don't hate that, just because you don't ever see it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the second one, was like, what are we doing? There, there's two low
1: blows in this match. Yeah. Like Stone Cold just grabs the ref and stuns him. Like, blow. Wait, what? He just stuns the ref. When? And at some point, I don't know. Was... I... Huh? How did you miss that? I don't know. He just grabs him and stuns him, and I'm like...
0: Well, I don't remember like that. Idiot. I don't remember that. I don't have any note on that. What the fuck? Um, there's a Brett run in, mm-hmm. which, that I kind of liked. Yeah. that the, the, These guys hate each other that much. Like, that was fucking cool. Uh, I have no here that just says the difference in the camera work. Yeah. There's a lot of just hard shots from the hard cam. Mm-hmm
1: hmm But, yeah. Um. So, there's... Yeah. This is just fine. There's not very much to say about it. It is <laughs> Besides, it is, yeah. yeah. I, I don't even remember the
0: finish. I, I have no memory of any of this. Me neither. Uh, my next note here just says, Heal Savio Vega, because I don't remember this ever happening, but mm-hmm. it did. And then my next note after
1: that just says, Yikes! <laughs> what is that in reference to? I... Don't know. (laughs) I love uh, Vince saying, we're not going to promise you maybe something. We're going to deliver on everything we say. I caught that, which (laughs) makes me think WCW must have advertised something and not done it. That's what I was... Yeah. Because he says it approximately, and I can't stress this enough, (laughs) 10,742 more times throughout the show. Yeah, there there had to have been some sort of bait switch on the other channel. The way that he phrases, "We're not going to promise you maybe something," right? <laughs> Which isn't really a promise, I guess. <laughs> like, we're not going to promise you maybe something. We're going to deliver on everything we say. I promise you that might happen. <laughs> yeah,
0: just yeah. Uh, so Doc Hendricks slash Michael Hayes, fucking terrible. Okay, he, he, he had a voiceover <laughs> at some point on something here. I I have at no point liked Michael Hayes for anything ever <laughs> at any point he he has
1: at it, I love your rage right now it,
0: it, it, if if he has ever helped a little lady cross the street he shouldn't have like <laughs> I I can't stand any aspect of him as a performer as a human being I wish he had just found anything else to leech off of people in this life other than professional wrestling like Okay. <laughs> that's
1: that's good. Uh, so, it's Savio Vega versus Flash Funk. Flash, Flash Funk, Too Cold Scorpio. Let me
0: try that again. Flash Funk, also known as Too Cold Scorpio. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I did not know he ever went by Flash Funk. This That was his... Uh, so, at this point, he was working for the Fed. That was his name. It was like, oh, Flash, you're so funky. And, like, did a little dancing, had good matches, you know. Yeah. Too Cold's fucking great.
1: Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, So, that's actually really interesting that you say that, because I didn't actually know this was Too Cold Scorpio. When I first saw him, I was like, oh, it looks like Too Cold Scorpio. Sure is. But but it's not because it's Flash Funk. Nope. Nope. Turns out, it is. (laughs) That's so funny.
0: That's the guy who, like, really innovated a lot of shit, too. And, like, for a dude, he's big as shit, by the way. Like I don't know if it comes across on camera here That is a big man And like he's one of the first guys to ever do the 450 mm. uh, He would do the uh, I think he called it the tumbleweed Which is basically like a whisper in the wind Into a leg drop mm, Okay uh, Really really like innovative shit And dude was like 250 and above For most of his run Like crazy crazy athletic Hell yeah Why do you, I have a note here that just says worst commentator question mark Who's on commentary on this?
1: Oh uh, my god, I can't think of it. It's Vince, and it was someone else, and then Jr. I think, and then someone else came in like during this match. Maybe I it's think. because I hate Vince on commentary. I don't know why I would have wrote that. He's not the worst commentator ever. Um, though, Jr. I mean Lawler. <laughs> I meant Lawler. <laughs>
0: I, I don't think the ball was the worst ever. I, I'm not going to say he's the
1: best. I'm going to continue world. my feuds, Tom. I know you have to. Um, <laughs> I have a note that says this
0: match is ugly. Yeah. And uh, at some point there's
1: a heel kick dash Jesus. Uh, it was on... Um, uh, I have it. I have it here. On uh, some, I don't know. Someone who ever makes a run in. He's on the outside. He does that mm-hmm. heel kick right to his fucking face. Mm. Dude. I know exactly which one you're talking about.
0: It's a logical finish to this. Um, twist and splash. Where, like, like, two colds yeah, up top yes, and the, he the he legs. twists in the air. Yeah, yeah. which just Is that... Um, terrifying. <laughs> Alexa Bliss? Is that what she does now? No, that's no? A,
1: it's a slightly different version of what okay. she does. She does, Because like hers is almost like doing more a of cartwheel a twist. in the air. Yeah, she right. does more and of a twist, but just... This he is more like of just,
0: just pizza crust Yeah, yeah, twirling. Yeah, twirling,
1: yeah. twirling, twirling. Um... So yeah, wait a minute. Oh, okay, so I have another Vince McMahon quote: "Biggest crowd in Monday night, and many of them are here to see this man. No one is here to see Sid. <laughs> no one is here to see uh, Sid Justice." My, <laughs>
0: that's probably true at this point. Um, <laughs> I do have a note that says I need to revisit Sid because there is something about him that I think is just a, a fascinating specimen but yeah. in pro wrestling like I'm not going to tell you that he's good mm-hmm. but I think that like uh, also I, I learned this from uh, I'm not going to say friend of the show because I know he doesn't listen to it but Stumpy uh, he's a great historian for wrestling from the 90s and 80s uh, as his friend of the show Cole Havens evidently at one point they offered Sid like top babyface spot in like 92, 93 and he said no he wanted to be a heel and they were basically like no, no, we're, we're going to put the same machine behind you that Hogan had behind him because they knew Hogan was, you know, becoming old hat slash on his way out. And he said, nah, I want to be a heel. I think, hear me out. Okay. Revisionist history, right? All right. Fantasy booking here. Early 90s, that 92, 93 time period. Babyface Sid with Babyface Cornette as his mouthpiece because he desperately needs a mouthpiece <laughs> could have been incredible. Okay. Almost the prototype uh Heyman and Lesnar, but okay. with a different um alignment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Alignment is what I'm trying to say. So speaking of he needs a mouthpiece, my next note is Sid is about to say words. I can't wait. <laughs>
0: It's baffling too Because it's like There is evil And you're evil And I'm evil And the belt <laughs> makes you evil Evil
1: My next note is Sid is unhinged it,
0: All the time But that <laughs> just, to me Makes me want to go back And watch his shit even more Where it's like Just es- I don't understand Especially I, now Knowing that it's like They script everything Yeah And back then They were just like Yeah trot him out there <laughs> you see what happens
1: just i don't know man (laughs) i don't know that's not very far off from what the actual (laughs) promo is i know it's so bizarre oh my god
0: but anyway also the match that sean and sid have at the the rumble that year is fucking great Mm. it's it's fantastic and the one they have a few months prior to that survivor series is fantastic Okay. like that's what I mean. Sid is, Sid is a very interesting cat to me because we all remember him for just being fucking terrible and saying <laughs> dumb shit he absolutely said dumb shit all the time constantly actually <laughs> yeah I don't think he's as bad as we remember him being okay and this is a completely unfair thing to say if I'm trying to prop the guy up when he was in the ring with somebody who was great he still was able to like hang okay because like you can put a sean michaels in with somebody and you can tell if they can still like bare minimum keep up right yeah okay sid sid was able to at least be there uh which perhaps is the lowest uh passing grade a guy can get yeah
1: but all you got to do is be there yeah like,
0: <laughs> but just what a bizarre character
1: yeah just i don't know man Really living up to Psycho,
0: like it's
1: just—it's almost that car crash
0: mentality where it's like, I don't know what what's happening, <laughs> but, you know. I, I, can't, I, look I can't look away. Look yeah. away, yeah.
1: I was so excited when I when I found out he was going to cut a promo. I could not wait. <laughs> I was so.
0: He still has the <laughs> one of the all time bestest. We all know I am twice the man you are. And I have half the brain that you do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> week after week, you come out here trying to make me look like a jackass. No, man. No, man. You do it yourself.
0: <laughs> just the smash cut to Nash in the Sid Vicious <laughs> prosthetic face mask. And he's
1: just, um, you can just see him laughing.
0: Uncontrollably losing his shit. Scott Hall looks like he's about to fall down laughing at him. <laughs> Half the brain that you do! And then when they cut back, and there's Sid just chewing on that gum like a cow-chewing cud. And you Week after week, you're trying to make me look like a jackass! God. He he had one of the most insane uh, failed promo lines that he was trying to get over in that last couple months of WCW before his, his leg decided to leave his body. Uh... <laughs> that me and, me and Cage would reference, where he would, like, f- cut his promo and it would, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna... I will powerbomb you straight to hell because Mama says it bees that way sometimes. It, what of the what most confounding things I've ever seen a man say.
1: It bees that way sometimes? Mama says
0: it bees that way sometimes. I This is probably something that he said, like, three times ever, but for some reason... Our memory of it was that for eight months he shoved it into every promo and it yeah. just failed.
1: Yeah, that that that's often how our sense of humor goes. Uh, you yeah, know, no one remembers the gazpacho promo, but we do.
0: If if you were to tell me right now that Ryback's entire run was based on gazpacho, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> the fuck else did he have to offer? Yeah, uh, I don't know. He had gazpacho to offer. So there's it's <laughs> tomato soup served ice cold. Hmm. You expect it to be cold and then when it's room temperature it burns your mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. But anyway, uh, there's it's a bizarre a bizar- promo.
0: What? This this is the, the bizarre promo segment here, right? Where it's Sean. I Brent literally said, have the word
1: bizarre promo.
0: I don't quite understand what what it was supposed to accomplish
1: either. I don't either. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, next match. Um Doug Furnace. And Phil Lafon versus Fuck yeah. Owen and Bulldog.
0: Correct. I love Doug Furnace. I have
1: no clue who <laughs>
0: You don't need okay. Fun facts. Doug Furnace has the best drop kick in the history of wrestling and I was bummed that it was not in this match. You can look it up on YouTube if you don't believe me. Okay. If you disagree, you're wrong. <laughs> Secondly, Doug Furnace was an active power lifter, uh, a professional wrestler, had several records, and wrestled in Japan, ECW WWF. Mm. Uh LaFon teamed with Doug Furnace. Uh <laughs> Okay. I, I, I fucking love Doug Furnace. I, it's a weird thing where I'm just like I can watch the YouTube highlight videos of that fucking guy and it's it's bonkers to me. Um Owen and Bulldog are there. I, I don't give a flying fuck about the British Bulldog. I never have I, I couldn't if I wanted to. Yeah. Owen's great. Um They mentioned somebody in this is wrestling with the flu. Uh
1: whoever takes the heat. Uh from Owen. yeah, I think it is. I can only assume, yeah. Hold on, actually hold on. Why are they Oh, it's Doug, hmm. I think. I, th- I think, I could have also gotten it wrong.
0: That must be why we don't see that drop kick then.
1: Because I was like, why are they putting over Doug's flu on commentary? Which is I, insane oh, I, to me. Oh.
0: Like, like... So, like, you know how, like, back the, you know... Oh, back then, if you were hurt, you still went to work, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's one where I'm like... Bro, every person in that fucking match is gonna get sick now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like... I, I don't know. I,
0: I'm not saying that, like, you know, oh, if you've got a broken... Uh, uh... Forearm that you should wrestle a match, but if you did, the guy that is in the ring with you isn't going to catch broken forearm.
1: <laughs> God damn it! I got a bad case of broken forearm today. <laughs> no,
0: no, it's a twenty-four hour thing. I'm sure I'll be fine tomorrow. I just need some soup in my arm. Your favorite headlock is in this match. God damn it, motherfuckers, mother motherfuckers, sons of sons of bitches. So uh, we do This match is too long.
1: It's so fucking long. I also have a note that just says LaFon sucked. <laughs> okay. love Dog Furnace. I don't know what happened. I think I know Oh, you know what? I know what I know what happened. I have a note here that says, God, we do it better now, guys. <laughs> At one point, Bulldog just like leaves his opponent and then tags out. I'm like,
0: you bring him to your corner, sure, you fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably Homeboy's in the middle of the ring, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just, yeah, fuck it. You and he doesn't right tag out. He's facing his opponent, or his corner, and he doesn't tag out. He just no. comes and turns around and starts fighting with Owen. Uh, I have a note here that says Bizarre Fish. I don't remember.
0: Uh, it, it, it's something very convoluted and fucked. I don't, I don't remember anything else. Can we move on?
1: Oh you yeah, know. it is. It is. It, I I do have a note on the finish. It's fucking weird. So like they do this weird thing like where Owen is going to whip someone into bulldog right. back body drop over the top rope. Right. Bulldog is just just saying okay, okay. That's inept.
0: What for, for, yeah. He he's the biggest idiot that's ever been dumb because he, <laughs> he dumps his own partner.
1: Yeah. Right. He dumps Owen. He's paying so little attention as to who he's flying his way. Right. He can't see that they're not wearing blue, and in fact, they're wearing pink.
0: Right. And it's Owen.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, just... And so, then he's... Owen is like, my knee hurts or whatever, gets counted out. That's what it was. So it's like... And he gets counted out in about three seconds. Oh, dude, it's so quick. I'm like, really already? Jesus Christ. But anyway, um... Well, it made Bulldog look dumb, so I guess it's not that bad. Um, Yeah, I just... I hate it. Um, This... Okay, so... Okay. (laughs) You take the lead. I don't know... I don't have anything to say about this besides Ahmed Johnson saying he's off his Prozac. Uh So he doesn't know what's gonna happen. There's Uh something profoundly stupid about trying to sound tough while saying, I'm off my medicine.
0: My first note on this just says Ahmed was on Prozac Uh Just Ahmed Johnson is another guy where I'm like I kinda wanna go back and watch some of his stuff Because Holy god you talk about unhinged Yeah I wanna find if him and Sid ever worked Oh god (laughs) Give me that fucking crazy versus ballistic In one match (laughs) I will say this though The bit at the end of this promo where Taker comes in Yeah It's pretty fucking
1: awesome if you go now, you go alone. If you wait, we bury them together. That's awesome. That's
0: fantastic. It. Like, that's undeniably great.
1: Yeah. Um, I love how quiet that was, too.
0: Yes. Uh, coming up next, though, is what I'm going to call one of the worst matches I've seen. It's uh, <laughs> Crush versus Goldust. <laughs> <laughs> one of the worst matches I've seen. Yeah, yeah. This this is and I, I love Dustin Rhodes. He he is fantastic. hmm Obviously you get your ups and your downs. The guy's wrestled in five decades, by the way. Yep. One of the most crazy things you can ever hear. And is still killing it. I literally watched a Dustin Rhodes match today from a recent episode of Dark. Mm. Unbelievable. The the guy is better than ninety nine percent of fucking people in wrestling right now and is love it. far north of fifty.
1: This, I, though. Can I can I read all of my notes for this? You absolutely can. Nothing happens for so long. Why is Triple H there? Ref distraction. Heart punch. God damn it, man. I'm
0: just going to read mine, then. <laughs> okay. Terry's Cigar. This is awful. Triple H weighs 185 pounds. Who has the best guardrails, and why is it Ring of Honor? This is an hour-long heart punch sucked. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't give a shit about the passage of time when I say this. The heart punch is the worst move in the history of wrestling.
1: I I might agree with you, but I have to ask, why were you thinking about the guardrails? Somebody got whipped into them, and they're like the bike rack ones, and I was like, okay
0: best guardrails and for me man give me that old school ring of honor with the sheet medals on the side yeah, yeah. Dude. fans fucking beating on them fucking to the beat of the music like yeah people just eating shit into those guardrails
1: yeah like, i you, was never there for that but i imagine i wasn't either that
0: would have been great i was there for um uh, Personal Jesus. Mm. Austin Aries. Not friend of the show, Austin
1: Aries. Certified hey, In fact, certified enemy of the show. Yeah, yeah, we'll say that.
0: Certified cuck. Card-carrying cuck, Austin Aries. <laughs> Card-carrying. Um, <laughs>
1: Jesus, man. So, there's a blackjack promo after this? I have no notes on it. <laughs> um, so, here's the thing.
0: The promo itself is fine. It's kind of neat. It's a nice little video package. What sucked was that this ended up being the new Blackjacks, which was Barry Windham and Bradshaw. Mm. Barry Windham's fucking awesome. He's so fucking great, and it, it, it's totally forgotten about. NWA champion, Barry Windham. Four Horsemen, Barry Windham. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. This was not good for him. Bradshaw. Y'all know my thoughts on Bradshaw. Fuck yeah, Bradshaw. Cannot wait for Dark Side of the Ring, Cole, Bradshaw to come out so I can not like Bradshaw anymore. But <laughs> until that day, fuck yeah, Bradshaw. Th- those two as a team in this package, it was just... Not great. No, man. Plus, like, I think anytime that something is called the new whatever, yeah. it's kind of like, oh. Well... We wanted the old ones And in this case They didn't even want The old blackjacks. It was an already dated thing Like Okay I don't know Swing Big swing Big miss Was there a tag team Called the Age Outlaws <laughs> There was a group In the dying days Of WCW Called the Old Age Outlaws Wait really That's
1: real Okay
0: Terry Funk Arn Anderson I, I don't remember Who else
1: Alright There's a commercial For people. the
0: Army After that They're still getting advertising time on this. Yep. The army needs to advertise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like an ad for fucking water. Like, it's there. (laughs) You know it's there. It's always been there. It will always be there.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus. Why are you so angry? Fucking heated about that. Hate it. Are you ready to move on to the Shawn Michaels thing? Yeah. So Shawn Michaels comes out.
0: Sure does. During his first prime, I would say. Oh, okay. I, th- I think this is part of his first prime.
1: Hmm. I think Connor would bring up 94.
0: Yeah, which is there. Like, I think, I, I, Sean's one of those guys, Sean, Flair, uh, I guess an argument can be made for, like, Cena and a, a couple okay, of other, yeah. guys. Uh, Roman, for that matter, where you have multiple peaks and multiple primes or whatever.
1: Orton. Yeah, Just absolutely, I love absolutely. Talking about Orton, Orton,
0: Orton, yeah. Uh, no, he falls into that category easily. Um, yeah, ninety four. Sean w- was was top tier. I think that ninety six into and through ninety seven. Sean is top tier. Then he has the comeback. Uh, he's still great. I don't think he gets to next peak, Sean, until oh eight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and
0: then I think it runs for a little while and then he's done.
1: Mm-hmm. Like So uh, Anyway, so um You okay there, champ? I think I'm I think okay. I'm good. Shawn Michaels comes out and there's some there's a promo that's cut, right? Yep. I have no notes on it. <laughs> this time it, just it kind of says watching. Brett
0: and Shawn is the best rivalry with the worst ending. Yeah. Yeah, like it kind of sucks that that was such a good thing that they had going, and it didn't get like an actual
1: definitive right conclusion.
0: Yeah, Yeah. which probably there never would have been one is the thing because neither of those fucking arrogant shitheads would have laid down for the other one clean Um,
1: assholes. Jesus Christ, guys, it's not real. Um, It's just a game. Don't spit on me! Anyway, so, um... Bret Hart comes out, speaking of the guy. Yep. They have a war of words. Uh-huh. Sean watches as Steve Austin beats the absolute shit out <laughs> of <on> Bret Hart. <laughs> <coughs> yep, sure does. Sid comes out, stares down with Shawn Michaels. This went from... About nothing happening to a lot of things happening in yes. approximately thirty seconds. Correct. Um That's all I have on that. I don't I think it just kinda ends <laughs> after that. Uh
0: um, My next note I have a note about Sid being kinda great, but whatever. <laughs> uh But whatever. Mark Merrow's coming out. Yeah. But the main thing I wanna fucking talk about. There is an ad mm-hmm. during Mark Merrow's entrance, I believe, for La
1: Femme Nikita. Okay. I remember this vaguely.
0: La Femme Nikita was a show on the USA Network. It was basically a drama starring this hot blonde bitch, and she was a spy. Like a secret mm-hmm. agent spy type thing. And my next note just says, The Ultimate Lie... Because during this time period, USA was trying to position themselves as like edgy cable network with this cool, sexy stuff for adults. And a lot of these shows would come on right after all because it was a strong lead-in. So Lafim Nikita was one where mm-hmm. it was like, what sexy spy adventures will Lafim Nikita get into this week? And I, I, I'm a horned-up kid. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I wonder what kind of sexy spy adventure she'll get into. And then they had another show that was called Silk stockings and it was basically like a very noir crime cop drama you know every every thing that these cops are trying to solve every crime they're trying to solve is about seduction somehow you know whatever it's called silk stockings after all, it's silk stockings. What will this woman do in order to get what she wants so again you're I'm, I'm a young horned up fucking teen I'm like, what will she do to get what she wants? Oh my god. Every week. Yeah. Week after week. Month after month. I'm like, this will be the show. This will be the episode. This will be the night where they show boobs on the USA Network, which is available on standard basic cable packages. And you know what happened, Braden? It never fucking happened.
1: <laughs> well. It's, it's, it's up there <laughs> with the
0: right to censor thing, where they yeah. would just... For no reason during Right to Censor, they would have Terry Reynolds and whoever else walk out, and they would just, in essence, say, hey, y'all, we're going to strip nude in the ring. Like the fucking music hits, and every week, me and everyone else is like, no, Right to Censor, you've ruined our horned-up teenage time. And we fall for it, time after time again, and La Femme Nikita did it to me, Silk Stockings did it to me, The Right to Censor did it to me. I was... A I was an idiot, is what I'm trying to get
1: at here. I was just going to say, because... I was a fucking moron. (laughs) Incapable of learning. I had the privilege of the internet growing up. I didn't! I know. That's why I said I had the privilege of the internet. Bless you. I didn't sneeze. I'm leaving that silence in. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) So it's Mark Merrill versus Triple H. Um, Yes. This is... A weird time to see Triple H. He, he for looks, me personally, he looks tiny and young. Um, yeah,
0: there's a, a dive in this match, a flip dive over the top from mm-hmm. Mero. uh Mark Marrow was a weird one for me. Mm-hmm. He was super athletic. There was a lot of shit he did. Like I love, he did the Shooting Star Press. He didn't do it in this match, but he did the Shooting Star Press. Yeah, and his was crazy. Uh, yeah, Trips at some point does that facebuster thing, and I'm like motherfucker has been doing the same
1: shit for so long. Yep. So, oh my god, at some point, like, relatively quickly, there was a really fucking cool pin from Mark Mero, and I can't remember how it was. Oh! It was, um, he fucking, like, does, it, like, an up and over in the corner, and he basically takes a back bump and hooks his feet around Triple H's yeah. foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude! Blew my goddamn balls off. Rolling clutch <laughs> pin, by the way, is what that's. Called. I love it, I love it. Um, Earl Hebner doing his usual worst. There's a fucking point where like they're. Okay, you dropped the thing. I dropped a thing. I dropped a thing. I was sitting here. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> there was a uh, point where they were during like the double down and they're fighting towards each other, and Earl just walks right in the fucking between them, just not counting. What a fuck. I hate him. Yeah, it's, uh... Yeah. So, I actually really enjoyed this match. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I actually did. Wow, okay. Because things happen in it.
0: (laughs) That's fair, I guess. Um... It, yeah, there, there's some action to it. You know, it, it's not bad. It's when I say Mark Mero's is an interesting one for me. It's the thing where it's like, you hear a lot of interviews about, oh, he wasn't actually a good worker. Like Triple H specifically said he wasn't a good worker. Mm. But then you watch his stuff and it's like, oh, I, you know what I mean? Like he he was looked great. He was athletically gifted. Definitely yeah. stood out for the time. But uh, you know, maybe that doesn't a good worker make. Uh him as um, Johnny B. Bad.
1: Yeah. And WCW is. Uh... That eternal opening contest of.
0: Right. Him and Pillman, right? Yeah. yeah. Was
1: it Fall Brawl 95? I think so, yeah. That's something.
0: Um, yeah. It's um, a very Memphis finish here. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember either. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It was. Memphis-y. It was. Um...
1: Is there a weapon shot or it, what? Like it, somehow the ref got distracted uh after um Triple H took the turnbuckle pad right, off and as right. the ref was distracted he pulls the nucks out of the That's boots. what it was. He just has knucks in his boot. Okay. Yeah. I like uh, it.
0: I I don't hate it. Uh I noticed that the pace of matches at this time was just
1: explosive. Yeah. Like just, like just,
0: never slowed down for long and then it was just like wham, something would happen. Wham something would happen.
1: Like Pace. Pace. Uh, I think this... that's that's why I I enjoyed this match. Maybe that's that's totally fine.
0: It, it, probably the best match on this card, I'd say. Um, they then replay Lawler's elimination from the Rumble, which the
1: scream that he has when he oh, goes over the top—it's so good. It's undeniable.
0: It's so fucking funny. Also. Him getting up from the announce table and Vince selling it as though he hasn't noticed that the man is wearing wrestling gear for the (laughs) entire time. Well,
1: doesn't he? He used to to wear gear all the time during commentary, I thought. No. Really? He gets up, he's wearing tights and boots. (laughs) I thought he was always wearing his gear. No, he he would always
0: wear the crown, maybe, and, like, you know, some obnoxious fucking top, but, like, he's still wearing pants and shoes. Like,.
1: I love it though. It's great.
0: It was fucking great. His uh,
1: scream, dude, as he goes over the top, is <laughs> undeniable, and it's like f- kind of far away. Uh-huh. Like it's so good. Uh, uh,
0: uh, okay. So now it's main event time. For Paul re- Paul Bearer coming out with mankind, but to the nation of domination theme. Mm-hmm. Was weird, puzzling to say the least. Yeah. And then there's an ad for Western Union. <laughs> These ads are still here. The companies don't exist anymore. There's no... I... Googling it. What?
1: If Western Union still exists. It does. Does I'm, it? I'm 98% sure it does. We're going to... Does
0: Western... Union. Union. Okay, so as I type this, it says, does it cash checks? Does it do money orders? Does it take credit cards? I can only assume that means they <laughs> yeah. do, in fact, still exist. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're still getting advertising for people who watched Raw from 1997 on Peacock.
1: So, the main event is Farouk and Mankind versus Undertaker and Prozac Johnson. <laughs> I, and my,
0: my note says Ahmed equals
1: human cocaine. <laughs> Um uh, no holds barred tag mm. match deal. Vince keeps saying that no bait and switch thing. Sure. Like, well, you're this You delivered. We advertise. You've done it. Now what shut if up. they what if they went by that now? Oh, they can't.
0: <laughs> they can't. Recently, uh within the last month, Raw advertised 3 matches for the following week's Raw. Do you know how many of those 3 advertised matches happened?
1: One, really? Oh my God! Why That's not? That's how many. What do you mean, why not? Especially what, because. What reason did they have for they not doing them?
0: They didn't. They didn't explain <laughs> any of it. Also, all the people involved in those three matches that were advertised to happen were on the show. <laughs> they just did other things, and it wasn't it. It wasn't acknowledged. It wasn't addressed. They should. Uh,
1: they 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 spit on your brain. The um... AEW should start doing that. No bait and switch. We're gonna tell you what you're getting. What we're no, advertising. It would make
0: me deeply happy if that was a thing. Yeah. We like they advertise a match. We're gonna give you that match. The only times that they don't is when somebody gets like ill, injured, or, or injured, ill, yeah. or you know, like the, an actual travel visa keeps them on the other fucking half of the earth.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, it, it's just like, yeah. I mean, we told you we were going to do this. We're not going to. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Watch it anyway, you pigs. Like, yeah, you'll still buy a ticket. <laughs> You're still going to say it's great. Um, so, um,
1: this is fine. It's there. It's uh, a fun. Pearl Brawl. River
0: Plunge is a cool move, huh? Pearl River Plunge is a cool move. What? It's is a Tiger that? Bomb. Oh. It's, it's oh,
1: okay. Yep. So, yeah, this match was fine. Chair shots, man. Oh, God. <laughs> so many chair shots. Sure. Yep. Dig the finish. Always going to pop. Same. Always yeah. going to pop for a tombstone. tombstone. Onto
0: a chair, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my last lesson on this is uh, not great, not awful. Yeah. Overall?
1: I'm going to give it a thumbs up overall, quite frankly. I, I had a good time watching this. I was thinking thumbs mid, but I might veer more towards thumbs up at a 45, because I did have a fun time. I think that the show was well p- paced. Which it is didn't feel shocking. It didn't feel like I was watching right. it for a thousand years. Right. But there's only really one thing that I, like, cared about. Like, sure. that Mark Merrow Triple H match was the only it, thing it, I was like, right. oh, fuck yeah. Right, right, like, right. Like, as I was watching it.
0: it. And it's also worth noting, too, that, like, even though this is the first two-hour Raw, because, like, commercials are cut out of it... The time on the clock says one hour thirty three minutes, mm-hmm. so you're you're still clocking in at, in essence, half what Monday Night Raw is now. Yeah, and it, it's just a much easier thing to digest. You know, like, uh, I mean, we've talked about it so much on this on this goddamn show. We 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 spent most of the time on the show talking about shit being too long or too short. Mm-hmm. But like, even then, it was like. Yeah, that's really all you need. I I if if Raw in 97 had been 3 hours, it would have been dog shit.
1: No fucking They they, way. Did, that they, been, they, they just
0: uh, Austin would have been on eight times in every episode. <laughs> you know, and and Brett and Sean would have been on nine. Like mm-hmm. it, you know, just wouldn't have fucking worked. Um I I dug this. I thought it was great. I think that I actually think that at the time based on like Everything that was happening in the world, then moving to two hours was the right call. Okay,
1: yeah, I, think I feel like two hours is fine. I do too.
0: I think that when you go past that, that's when it becomes like.
1: For a a, weekly man. television, yes, yeah. Like pay per view, three hours, fine, all fine. Dude, like
0: uh, this would have been around that time period where when you did watch a pay per view, they'd start at seven, and they would end by ten, or like if you got that hot over on ten o five. But you were, like, into that. You wanted that three hours. Mm-hmm. You know, you only got that every couple of weeks or whatever, right? Yeah. And now I'm just kind of like... And now, a lot of the pay-per-views are shorter <laughs> than an episode of Raw. Yeah. And, yeah. and and I'm usually, if I watch a pay-per-view, I'm thankful for that. I'm like, oh, this is... Fuck, the main event's on already? Fucking A. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it, it's... It's also a thing... You talked about pacing, right? Mm-hmm. Pacing of the show. There are certain beats during... And if this sounds like I'm, I'm unnecessarily shooting on them, maybe I'm not. I'm just saying that like this is the reality of it. There are certain beats during a WWE product right now where I know I can get up and go take a piss and grab a beer and come back, and I ain't going to miss nothing. Mm-hmm. When that main event starts... When that first bell rings, I can walk away for eight minutes. Yep. The last time that I would have been proven wrong on that would have been Goldberg and Lesnar in what was it, twenty sixteen Survivor Series, twenty sixteen. Yep. yep. Th- that would that would have been the last time I was proven wrong on that. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you you know you're getting at least 15, 20 minutes. It's you know it's going to be good. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. 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 But that end result ain't coming.
1: And there's, there's a lot of filler. Like I remember watching Goldberg and Lesnar mm-hmm. in 2016 live at Survivor Series. Blew my fucking mind. I fucking loved it. Yeah.
0: I absolutely loved it. I did too. And I, I re... Funny because it's, I think, you know, what, 70 seconds or something. I rewatched it a shit ton of times and there's a tiny detail in it that even in that such a brief match that nobody I think but me and a handful of other people caught. Hmm. They lock up. And they go to the corner. Mm-hmm. Goldberg does the toss off, right? Lesnar sells it like, holy shit. I can't believe it. When Lesnar is getting up from it, instead of getting up and facing Goldberg, as he's getting up he turns his back on him. And then when he feeds back around, there's that spear. And then it's all done. Mm-hmm. To me, that's the fucking point and the story and the crux of the match. Yeah. If if Lesnar had gotten up in a more fighting stance or had kept his eyes on him, that wouldn't have happened. It's one of the few times where it's like, if, if you look at it from that lens and that perspective, Lesnar fucked up yeah. Goldberg capitalized, and that's it.
1: That's the story of that match. hmm Period. Nobody fucking catches that. And I think if Goldberg had called it after their WrestleMania match, which was short but fucking should awesome. Should have been it. That should have been done. Yeah.
0: And, like, if, by the way, real quick, <laughs> if, if somebody listening to this is going to sit here and tell me, like, oh, well, they didn't plan it that way. Fuck you. They absolutely did. Like, like... I'm not going to sit here and say that Bill is a great worker. He's not. He never has been. By his own admission, he's not. Lesnar is a thousand times better than people will give him credit for. Mm -hmm. And he's surrounded by one of the best minds that's ever been in wrestling in Paul Heyman. Mm -hmm. If you're going to sit here and tell me that that 90, 70, 80 second match, whatever the fuck it was, wasn't planned excruciatingly to detail, I don't believe you. Yeah. I, I, I refuse to believe you.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Like, they know what they're doing. Just like when, when they said once in a fucking lifetime for... They they knew there was going to be a rematch. And then they killed every person on Earth. Huh? Huh?
0: <laughs> and the second match happened in a different lifetime. Now we're on an alternate universe. That makes a lot of sense. It's That's right. Pretty the shit the, since the then. Thanos
1: snap happened. Yeah.
0: And then we brought him back. So now there's another lifetime.
1: I was reminded um, just in that moment that you snap really weird. I can't. I can't do it with my left. I can only do it
0: with my right. And I have to stack all three fingers on the thumb. That's. Well, how do you do it? Baffling. Two? Oh, I can't. Oh,
1: what? Maybe I can. Did we just discover?
0: Did we just discover a thing? just doesn't feel comfortable
1: i got a loud snap (laughs) can you whistle no i I can i can (laughs) i can like try to but i can't really that much see i only know one other person that whistles like that it's my stepbrother Yeah? yeah yeah uh now that you've listened to whistle off um
0: So where do you uh, clip your fingernails? (laughs) I often whistle while clipping my fingernails. I love it. Um, (laughs) What? Uh, I was listening to a podcast earlier, and they're talking about that joke from Naked Gun where uh, Frank Driven's code word, he's got, like, the microphone on or whatever, but he's in the bad guy's, like, hideout, and his code word for the cops to come in and help him is to say, I love it. Mm. (laughs) And... (laughs) <laughs> they're like, "What are you doing in here? Why do you smell so bad?" And he just, "I've been swimming in raw sewage. I love it." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, such a great movie. Um. <clears throat> uh,
1: You're right. <laughs> yeah,
0: we've already advertised what's coming up on the fuck board. We've already covered the show. We've already given our ratings on it. What say you?
1: What do you mean? So can, can we wrap this up
0: now? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, follow, support, Zawa alive? St. Louis Anarchy, which, mm. uh, so you're going home to upload this, right? Correct. Folks, if you're listening to this when it comes out, check out St. Louis Anarchy on their Twitch stream, Journey to Anarchy. That's the number two, Journey to Anarchy. Uh, it'll be on IWTV as well at some point. Uh... Somebody's making a debut there. Somebody's doing a little pre-show work, pre uh, pre-event party. I think is
1: what they call it. Oh, okay. So, a couple of guys are. You excited? Might, might be me. I am. I'm you nervous? Very nervous. You yes. should be. Don't uh, say that. <laughs> I need you to not do that. To Shit me. your pants.
0: Um. Oh no. <laughs> um. Yes, follow follow St. Louis Anarchy. Follow Journey Pro. Also, they have their same Twitch stream, Journey to Anarchy. Um, I think that's it now. Magnum is is on hiatus for the time being. We will let you know when they're coming back. Follow RCCW. They're putting us on a show with uh, Eric Bischoff. He's back and better than ever. Uh, Yeah. And wherever your local
1: wrestling is, bought and sold. Mm Mm-hmm. I think you should leave. Mm-hmm. Always. But I think that's a good a good, good place as any to end it. Yes, yes, I agree. Um,
0: you should watch more movies. Mm. You think so? I do. I what? really I do. Huh? Why?
1: Uh, I, I'm
0: tired of referencing shit that you don't get.
1: I don't, like... I don't like movies. No, I'm kidding. I do. I do. But uh, it's a lot of time for you to just sit down and watch one thing. And I have a short attention span. That's
0: how I feel about watching most of the shows that I watch for this show.
1: That's why I almost forgot to watch the show until like last when night.
0: The moment that we're done recording, it is, it is 11 o'clock p.m. The moment that we're done recording and I kick you out of my house. I have to finish watching One Night Stand for this future episode that we're recording on the
1: fuckboard. You're welcome, fans. I'm watching it tomorrow after training. Okay. I'm watching the rest of it, I mean. Right. Okay. Watch part of it, but Yeah. I struggle enough to watch the wrestling for this show. I don't have time for movies. I think I'm gonna stop sleeping. Why? Because I have things that I want to do. Sleeping is really a fucking hassle, man.
0: Yeah, and I've gotten into this, like, some people would call it healthy habit where I sleep seven or eight hours a night Mm -hmm. because I'm so exhausted by the contents of my day that my body just, like, stops functioning and I have to go unconscious
1: for a while. See, the problem is sleep is so fucking good.
0: Yeah, so, like, I kind of want to, like, change that, so I've decided I'm going to start doing meth Mm -hmm. because those guys don't sleep and they seem to get a lot of shit done.
1: Not all, all of its great stuff, but yeah, they are productive. Right.
0: I, I think that I could, like, take the good parts of being on meth. You think you're going to have that control? Do you, I, I, are, you, are you trying to say I have an addictive personality? Yeah. So I'm going to take the good parts of being on meth. I'm going to apply it to
1: being a good person. I'm
0: just going to be awesome and never sleep.
1: Good luck with that. I don't know. I don't know that that's gonna work.
0: I think I need a spoon. I think that's how meth works. I have spoons in this house.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just, just endlessly waterfall five hour energies.
0: Oh man, that might be easier than doing meth.
1: <laughs> yeah, it might be a little bit. It might be somehow less healthy. If I
0: get a syringe, and a, and a five hour energy. Okay. What part of my body do I need to shoot that into? To get, like... Right into the head of your dick. (laughs) Now, see, I was looking for, like, actual help, and I think you're being facetious.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I just go for, like... The head uh, of the dick? (laughs) Yeah.
0: So then my dong just has, like, (laughs) four fluid ounces in it. It's just dangling around like a fucking ribbon with a Christmas ornament at the end. Yeah, man. You never know. Oh, my God. I'm literally just picturing like a, a a dick with a head that's just full of fucking fluid. Like when you.
1: <laughs> oh my god! How big are a five-hour energy? Oh, probably like like that.
0: that not like. I don't know. I don't either. Why are we still going? <laughs> I, I I'm not clear on any of it really. You're the one who talked about doing meth. Yeah, and then you made it weird by talking about
1: shooting your dick up with five-hour energy. You talked about shooting up with five-hour energy first. I was trying to... Okay, if you're looking for a real answer... I think
0: think you would do, like, straight into your neck.
1: See, that's what I was thinking, too. Right into the jugular, dude. Jugular is a vein? Go right in. (laughs) I think it's... I I think it's an artery? (laughs) I
0: think jugular is a vein. Carotid's an artery. Yeah. See, I think you want the artery, so then the five hour energy goes into your heart. That sounds like nothing could possibly go wrong. Absolutely not. I bet it's fucking medically recommended. I gotta yeah. find a doctor. Google <laughs> Nick Riviera. Uh, no. We
1: should stop recording this yeah, conversation. We should. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, end I'm gonna end up getting just, indicted. Yeah. If the mouse would work, I'd fucking end it. You're compiling evidence against me. What are we
0: even doing?